This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5 Minute News. Biden aims to prevent border crossings from swamping agenda. Police chief says Miami partying couldn't go on any longer. And Russian jets hit gas facilities and civilian areas near Turkish border. It's Monday, March 22. I'm Anthony Davis. The Biden administration is scrambling to manage a growing humanitarian and political challenge at the US-Mexico border that threatens to overshadow its ambitious legislative agenda. With the number of migrants surging, administration officials say Biden inherited an untenable situation that resulted from what they say was President Donald Trump's undermining and weakening of the immigration system. But as Congress pivots to immigration legislation, stories of unaccompanied minors and families trying to cross the border and seek asylum and of overwhelmed border facilities have begun to dominate the headlines, distracting from the White House's efforts to promote the recently passed $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief bill. Biden told reporters on Sunday at the White House that at some point he would go to the border and that he knows what is going on in the border facilities. The White House dispatched Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to four Sunday news shows in an effort to stress that it was working to get things under control. The White House has steadfastly refused to call the situation a crisis, leading to a Washington battle over the appropriate description of the tense situation. Career immigration officials had warned there could be a surge after the November election and the news that Trump hardline policies were being reversed. Pointing to over 1,000 arrests in one of the nation's top party spots, Miami Beach officials warned on Sunday that the unruly spring break crowd gathering by the thousands fighting in the streets, destroying restaurant property and refusing to wear masks, has become a serious threat to public safety. During a last-minute meeting on Sunday, city officials voted to extend a highly unusual 8pm curfew for another week along famed South Beach, with the possibility of extending it well into April if needed, and stressed this isn't the typical spring break crowd. They said it's not college students, but adults looking to let loose in one of the few states fully open during the pandemic. Law enforcement officers from at least four other agencies, along with SWAT teams, were added to help contain the raucous crowds, but it wasn't enough. After days of partying, including several confrontations with police, Miami Beach officials enacted a highly unorthodox curfew, forcing restaurants to stop outdoor seating entirely during the three-day emergency period, and encouraging local businesses to voluntarily shut down. 
More than half of the more than 1,000 arrests were from out of state, said city manager Raul Aguila, adding that many are coming to engage in lawlessness and an anything-goes party attitude. He also noted that the crowds were supporting businesses generating badly needed tourism dollars, but merely congregating by the thousands in the street. Local officials have struggled to enforce COVID ordinances. Florida has no statewide mask rules, no limits on capacity or other such restrictions, courtesy of Republican Governor Ron DeSantis's pro-business stance. Local officials and businesses have struggled to balance courting tourists to boost the economy while doing so safely amid the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Local residents complained they spent three to four hours in traffic after bridges were closed during the curfew and some restaurants asked for permission to continue food delivery after the curfew. Russian jets hit a gas facility, a cement factory and several towns and cities in northwestern Syria near the Turkish border on Sunday, as Syrian army artillery killed seven civilians and injured 14 medics in an attack on a hospital in the area, witnesses and rebel sources said. The sources said a Russian surface-to-surface -surface missile also hit the town of Kyar, while Russian airstrikes came close to densely populated refugee camps along the border with Turkey. A gas facility was hit near Samada city in Idlib province, and dozens of trailers carrying goods in a parking lot near the border crossing of Bab al-Hawa were set aflame in the latest attack on fuel facilities that serve an economic lifeline for a region that is home to more than 4 million people. Western intelligence sources say Russia was behind a ballistic missile strike earlier this month that set ablaze dozens of local oil refineries near the towns of Al-Bab and Jarablus, further east in a rebel-held area where Turkey holds sway and has a significant military presence. The spokesman for the National Army, a Turkish-backed rebel alliance in the northwest, said Russia, which backs the government in Damascus, sought to destabilize the last rebel stronghold in Syria and disrupt commercial activity. But the strikes did not signal an imminent major assault against Idlib. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. Just two friends having lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts.